Chapter 11 The Struggle in the Cause of Allah Allah the Exalted says, As for those who strive hard in us, our cause, we will surely guide them to our paths. For instance, Allah's religion, Islamic monotheism. And verily, Allah is with the Muhsinun, Good Doers, 2969. And worship your Rabb until there comes unto you the certainty, i.e. death, 1599. And remember the name of your Rabb and devote yourself to him with a complete devotion, 73.8. So whosoever does good equal to the weight of an atom or a small ant shall see it, 99.7. And whatever good you send before you for yourselves, i.e. nawafil, non-obligatory acts of worship, prayers, charity, fasting, hajj and umrah, etc. You will certainly find it with Allah better and greater in reward. 73.20 And whatever you spend in good, surely Allah knows it well. 2.273 Abu Huraira Raziallah Anhu reported, Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Allah the Exalted has said, I will declare war against him who shows hostility to a pious worshipper of mine. And the most beloved thing with which my slave comes nearer to me is what I have enjoined upon him, and my slave keeps on coming closer to me through performing namafil, prayer, or doing extra deeds besides what is obligatory, till I love him. When I love him, I become his hearing with which he hears, his seeing with which he sees, his hand with which he strikes, and his leg with which he walks. And if he asks something from me, I give him. And if he asks my protection, refuge, I protect him. Al-Bukhari Commentary 1. Those who make innovations in religion and associate partners with Allah, such as Haluli, who believe in the indwelling light in the soul of man, Vajudi, who believe in the physical form of Allah, and pagans, who worship other than Allah, interpret this hadith in support of their beliefs, and thus seek support of one wrong from another, although the meaning and interpretation of the hadith is not at all what they describe. The hadith means that when a person adds voluntary prayers to the obligatory ones, he becomes a favorite slave of Allah. And on account of it, he receives special help from Allah. Then he is protected by Allah to the extent that he supervises every organ of his body. Thus, he is saved from disobedience of Allah. He bears what is liked by Allah, sees what is liked by him, handles what pleases him. When he attains that lofty position of love and obedience of Allah, then Allah in return also grants prayers of his obedient and loyal slaves. 2. A saint is not one who has a peculiar attire and appearance, or who occupies the seat of a righteous as his successor, or a person who is lost in meditation or a half-mad or one who has invented his own style of remembrance and worship of Allah. But it is one who strictly fulfills the obligations imposed by Islam, is fond of voluntary prayers, and adheres to divine injunctions in every walk of life. 3. The love of such righteous is a means to attain the pleasure of Allah and enmity, Hatred and repulsion with them is a cause of his serious displeasure and wrath. 4. 
Voluntary prayer is certainly a means of attaining the pleasure of Allah, but it must be preceded by the fulfillment of obligatory prayers. The former is of no value if the latter is neglected. The desire to attain nearness of Allah without strict observance of the obligatory prayers is fallacious and meaningless. 96. Anas radiallahu anhu reported, The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Allah says, When a slave of mine draws near to me a span, I draw near to him a cubit, and if he draws near to me a cubit, I draw near to him a fathom, and if he comes to me walking, I go to him running. Al-Bukhari Commentary This hadith mentions infinite benevolence, generosity, kindness, and regard of Allah for his slaves, which is evident from the reward that he gives to his slaves even on their minor good deeds. 97. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu reported, Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There are two blessings in which many people incur loss. They are health and free time for doing good. Al-Bukhari Commentary 1. Al-Ghabna in Arabic means loss. What it really signifies is to sell something of one's own on less than its due price, or to buy something on its double or triple price. In both cases, one is a loser. When a person comes to know about such a loss, he repents and feels sorry for it. This loss coupled with regret is called al-ghaban. In a hadith, man has been compared with trader and health and leisure enjoyed by him with merchandise. One who uses this merchandise with care gains profit, while he who wastes it, that is to say, uses it carelessly, will be a loser on the day of resurrection. 2. The majority of people do not take proper care of both these things, with the result that one wastes the time in useless activities and spends the physical strength and energy in the disobedience of Allah. One will have to face severe consequences of it on the day of resurrection when he will be brought into account for everything. 98. Aisha radiallahu anha said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, would stand in prayer so long that the skin of his feet would crack. I asked him, Why do you do this while your past and future sins have been forgiven? He said, Should I not be a grateful slave of Allah? Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary 1. All the prophets were free from major sins. However, some religious scholars justify some of their minor sins with plausible reasons, but the majority of them maintain that they are free from all sins because of their innocence. In this situation, it does not make any sense to speak of their sins, but the fact of the matter is quite different. Anything short of excellent done by them is counted as a sin. 2. The more one is rewarded by Allah, the greater the proportion of one's gratitude of Allah for His benevolence should be. The best form of doing so is that one should not only be highly obedient and dutiful in the performance of the obligations, but also add maximum voluntary prayers to them. 99. Aisha anha said, With the start of the last ten days of Ramadan, Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, would pray all the night and would keep his family awake for the prayers. He tied his lower garment, for instance, avoided sleeping with his wives, and devoted himself entirely to prayer and supplication. Al-Bukhari and Muslim Commentary 
One should try to do more good deeds in the blessed hours and times, as was the practice of the Prophet, peace be upon him, during the last ten days of the month of Ramadan every year. 100. Abu Huraira, radiallahu anhu, reported, Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, A strong believer is better and dearer to Allah than a weak one, and both are good. Adhere to that which is beneficial for you. Keep asking Allah for help and do not refrain from it. If you are afflicted in any way, do not say, If I had taken this or that step, it would have resulted into such and such. But say, Only, Allah so determined and did as He willed. The word if opens the gates of satanic thoughts. Muslim Commentary 1. In this hadith, goodness is acknowledged in weak as well as strong because the real faith is a common feature of both. The one who is stronger is, however, better with Allah for the reason that he is more active and energetic in the matter of noble deeds and performance of ritual prayers, obligatory as well as voluntary. 2. This hadith ordains that in case of trouble, one should exercise patience and show submission and obedience rather than saying ifs and buts about it, because it provides Satan with a chance to mislead the sufferer. 101. Abu Huraira, radiallahu anhu, reported, Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The hellfire is surrounded with all kinds of desires and passions, while Jannah is surrounded with adversities. Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary. The way to hell is littered with these evils. When a person crosses them, it is an indication that he has entered into hell. On the other side exists a series of griefs and calamities. Islamic injunctions and obligations, the compliance with which is often irksome for man, impede his way to Jannah. When a person endures them with patience, he in fact overcomes those obstacles and becomes eligible for Jannah. 102. Hudayfa anhu reported, I offered salat, the hajjat, optional night prayer, with the Prophet peace be upon him one night, and he started reciting Surah Al-Baqarah. I thought that he would bow at the end of 100 verses, but he continued reciting. I then thought that he would perhaps recite the whole surah in a rakah, but he proceeded on, and I thought he would perhaps bow on completing this surah. He then started reciting Surah An-Nisa. He then started Surah Al-Imran and his recitation was unhurried. And when he recited the verses which refer to the glory of Allah, he glorified him by saying, Subhanallah, my Rabb, the Supreme is far removed from every imperfection, the great. And when he recited the verses that mention supplication, he supplicated, and when he recited the verses that mentioned seeking refuge of the Rabb, he sought his refuge. Then he bowed and said, My Rabb, the Supreme is far removed from every imperfection. Subhana Rabbil Alazim. His bowing lasted about the same length of time as his standing. And then on returning to the standing posture after Raku, he said, Allah listened to him who praised him. Then he stood about the same length of time as he had spent in bowing. He then prostrated himself and said, My Rabb, the Supreme, is far removed from every imperfection. Subhana Rabbi Allah. And his prostration lasted nearly the same length of time as his standing. Muslim. Commentary. This hadith makes the following three points clear. Firstly, 
Optional salat can also be performed in congregation. Secondly, as is commonly believed, it is not essential that in salat the ayat of Quran are recited according to their sequence in the book. It is permissible to recite them regardless of their sequence in the Quran. Thirdly, it is commendable to relatively prolong the optional prayers. 103. Ibn Masood said, One night I joined the Prophet, peace be upon him, in his optional salah. He prolonged the standing so much that I thought of doing something evil. He was asked, What did you intend to do? He replied, To sit down and leave him. Al-Bukhari and Muslim Commentary 1. This hadith makes it evident that opposition of imam, one who leads the prayer, is an evil act because one is ordered to follow him in the prayers. 2. It is permissible to ask clarification of something which is ambiguous or obtruse. 104. Anas reported, Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, 3. Follow a dead body. Members of his family, his possessions and his deeds, two of them return and one remains with him. His family and his possessions return, his deeds remain with him. Al-Bukhari and Muslim Commentary This hadith induces one to perform such deeds which always remain with him in the grave, where every being and thing leaves one and he is all alone in the grave. What is left is his good deeds which become the means of refuge and salvation. 105 Ibn Masood radiallahu anhu reported, The Prophet peace be upon him said, Jannah is nearer to any one of you than your shoelace, and so is the hellfire. Al-Bukhari Commentary Going to Jannah or hell is the result of one's own actions. Both are close to everyone. One will be admitted into Jannah if he does good deeds, and will be consigned to hell if he does evil. After death, one's entitlement for Jannah or hell will be decided. 106. Rabia bin Qab al-Aslami, Allah anhu, a servant of the Messenger of Allah and also one of the people of As-Safa, said, I used to spend my night in the company of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and used to put up water for his ablutions. One day he said to me, Ask something of me. I said, I request for your companionship in Jannah. He inquired, Is there anything else? I said, That is all. He said, then help me in your request by multiplying your prostrations. Muslim Commentary There was a terrace at the end of the Prophet's mosque, which is called as As-Safa in Arabic. People of poor means who were taught by him used to live there. This hadith evidently shows the importance of good actions and faithful following of the practice of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Leave others alone in the absence of these two. Even such people will not be close to the Prophet, peace be upon him, who used to be all the time with him. It is not difficult to visualize the fate of those who neither perform good deeds nor follow in the footsteps of the Prophet, peace be upon him. 107. Thoban, Raziullah anhu said, I heard Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Perform salah more often. For every prostration that you perform before Allah will raise your position one degree and will remit one of your sins. Muslim Commentary Abundance of prostrations means strict observance of salat and performance of obligatory and optional and voluntary prayers. It is a means for atonement of sins and the elevation of one's status in this life and the hereafter. 108 Abdullah bin Basr al-Aslami 
Allah anhu said, Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The best of people is one whose life is long and his conduct is good. At-Tirmidhi Commentary 1. Longevity of life is a blessing, provided it is accompanied by faith and good deeds. Otherwise, the longer life one has, the greater will be the number of sins. Such a long life is disastrous. 2. Those who do not realize the blessings of longevity of life will be losers. 109. Anas anhu said, my uncle Anas bin Anadr was absent from the battle of Badr and he said, O messenger of Allah, I was absent from the first battle you fought against the pagans and if Allah let me participate in a battle against the pagans, Allah will see what I do. So he encountered the day of Uhud battle. The Muslims left the positions the Prophet peace be upon him told them to keep and were defeated. He said, O Allah, excuse these people, i.e. the Muslims, for what they have done. And I am clear from what the pagans have done. Then he went forward with his sword and met Sa'd bin Mu'ad, fleeing, and said to him, By the Rabb of the Kaaba, I can smell the fragrance of Jannah from a place closer than Uhud Mount. Sa'd said, O Messenger of Allah, what he did was beyond my power. Anas said, We saw over 80 wounds on his body caused by stabbing, striking, and shooting of arrows and spears. We found that he was killed and mutilated by the polytheists. Nobody was able to recognize him except his sister, who recognized him by the tips of his fingers. Anas anhu said, We believe that the ayah among the believers are men who have been true to their covenant with Allah, i.e. they have gone out for jihad holy fighting, and showed not their backs to the disbelievers. 33.23 refers to him and his like, Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Commentary This hadith brings into prominence the exemplary life of the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, for martyrdom and Jannah. 2. It also shows the enthusiasm of the believers for dedicating their lives to good deeds and their fervent supplication for their acceptance by Allah. 1.10 Abu Masood Uqba bin Amr al-Ansari said, When the ayah enjoining sadiqah charity was revealed, we used to carry loads on our backs to earn something that we could give away in charity. One person presented a considerable amount for charity and the hypocrite said, He has done it to show off. Another one gave away a few sa of dates and they said, Allah does not stand in need of this person's dates. Thereupon it was revealed, those who defame such of the believers who give charity in Allah's cause voluntarily and such who could not find to give charity in Allah's cause except what is available to them. 979. Al-Bukhari and Muslim This is the ayah in which Allah says, Take sandika alms from their wealth in order to purify them and sanctify them with it and supplicate Allah for them. 9103. Commentary. This hadith shows that everyone can give charitable donation according to one's means. It can be more or less as one likes. To regard those as showy and criticize those who pay less to withhold them from alms amounts to hypocrisy. Believers must ignore such criticism of the hypocrites and refrain from such things in their dealings. 111. Abu Dhar radiallahu anhu said, The Prophet peace be upon him said, Allah the Exalted and Glorious said, 
O my slaves, I have prohibited myself injustice and I have made oppression unlawful for you, so do not oppress one another. O my slaves, all of you are liable to err except the one whom I guide on the right path. So seek guidance from me so that I will guide you to the right path. O my slaves, all of you are hungry except the one whom I feed. So ask food from me. I will feed you. O my slaves, all of you are naked except those whom I clothe. So ask clothing of me and I shall clothe you. O my slaves, you commit sins night and day and I forgive all sins. So seek my forgiveness and I shall forgive you. O oh, my slaves, you can neither do me no harm, nor can you do me any good. O oh, my slaves, were you the first of you and the last of you, the human of you and jinn of you, to be as pious as the most pious heart of any man of you, that would not increase my domain a thing. O oh, my slaves, were the first of you and the last of you, the human of you and the jinn of you, to be as wicked as the most wicked heart of any man of you, that would not decrease my domain in a thing. O oh, my slaves, were the first of you and the last of you, the human of you and the jinn of you, to stand in one place and make a request of me, and were I to give everyone what he requested, that would not decrease what I have." any more than a needle decreases the sea if put into it. O oh, my slaves, it is but your deeds that I reckon for you, and then recompense you for. So let him who finds good, for instance, in the hereafter, praise Allah, and let him who finds other than that, blame no one but himself. Muslim Commentary the Hadith mentions the power and majesty of Allah and stresses that one should supplicate Allah for everything that one needs. From guidance to sustenance, the treasures of everything are with Him. The treasures which are unlimited and any withdrawal from them does not make any reduction in them. Similar is the case of His sovereignty. It is not affected even if the whole universe supports or opposes them. Thus, it is in the interest of man that he should dedicate himself entirely to Allah and beg all his needs from him and him alone.